Good morning. Schools closed today. Also, years before State Delegate David Reed was in the General Assembly, he was in the foster care system. And he's trying to use his office in Richmond today to make things better for the people growing up like he did. For Wednesday, January 30th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Did you know that Loudoun County has some of the lowest charitable giving rates in Virginia? It's true. I'm Amy Owen, president of the Community Foundation, inviting you to take a few minutes to learn more at facesofloudoun.org. Not only do we share the data, but dozens of stories that portray our neighbors in need here at home, citizens who are leaders in philanthropy and volunteers who make a difference every day. Help make Loudoun County one of the most charitable in Virginia. Visit facesofloudon.org, a program of the Community Foundation for Loudon and Northern Fauquier Counties. We connect donors who care with causes that matter. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Among the nearly 2,000 bills filed in the General Assembly this session, there's one that's particularly personal for Delegate David Reed. Reed spent his formative years in Virginia's foster care system, and he's now introduced a bill that would allow children and their birth parents to stay in touch after adoption when that's deemed appropriate. Reed's in his first term representing the Ashburn area in the House of Delegates, but when he was 10 years old, he was placed in foster care. His mother left the family, and his father was on his own raising five children in Rockbridge County. Reed said they lived in a four-room house with an outhouse and a wood stove to heat the place. Reed's father decided he wasn't able to take care of the children the way he felt they should be, and he handed them over to the state. Reed lived in what was then called United Methodist Children's Home in Richmond, which was thought of as an orphanage where children would live until they were young adults. But Reed was adopted by some of his father's friends when he was 16 years old. They helped him get into college in Oklahoma, where he became the first member of his family to earn a college degree. Reed said he had a positive experience in Virginia's foster care system. His sister did too. She went on to work as a legal secretary, thanks in large part to the state's willingness to let her stay at the children's home after she turned 18 and to, ho- and to offer her business school classes. For his part, he said it gave him the chance to have a college education, which he wouldn't otherwise have been able to do. His bill this year, House Bill 1728, would allow for former foster children to continue having a relationship with their birth parents even after they were adopted. Reed said the idea is to make sure that a social worker or someone is notifying the birth parents and the children, if the child is 14 years old or older, that they can enter into a voluntary communication and contact agreement as long as it's in the child's best interest. There's an exception if the parent's parental rights were terminated because of abuse. Reed said through his relationship with his foster parents, he has an extended family, and he said he still has a good relationship with his birth father. He wants to make sure other children have the same opportunity. His bill is one of a half dozen bills relating to foster care that are working their way through the General Assembly right now. Many of those are in response to a report from the Virginia Joint Legislative Audit and Review Commission that found that Virginia ranks 49th in the country when it comes to young people having permanent connections when they age out of foster care. About 500 people age out each year who do not. The report also found that most jurisdictions' family services departments are extremely understaffed. Reed said it may take a few years to respond to that report's findings, but he said as long as we recognize that there are problems and we're moving in the right direction to solve them, we can make incremental progress along the way. 
Loudoun County Department of Family Services Director Glenda Blake declined to comment on the study. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Hillsborough Town Council has presented the Community Service Awards at the annual State of the Gap program. The first award was to everyone. The award went to the whole community for their willingness to pitch in from designing and building the Gap stage to volunteering at events to helping lobby the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority to fund traffic calming work on Route 9. The second one went to Hidden View Bed and Breakfast owners Sherry and Ray Shields, who jumped in to help with many town projects and created the popular Boo in the Gap event. The Business Award went to the Baki family's Hillsborough Winery and Brewery as a business that provides exceptional community service through philanthropic giving and working to better, better the lives of people in the region. The Innovation Award went to Bruce Davis, owner and founder of the Waterford Telephone Company, which brought broadband service to the town with some pretty unusual technology. The Governance Award went to Chip and Susie Plank for their decades-long effort to preserve rural western Loudoun by mentoring young farmers, showing how a 10-acre farm can sustain a family, and most recently, demonstrating a sustainable clustered model when developing their land just north of town. And the Mayor's Lifetime Achievement Award was presented to George and Nikki Bazzacco, owners of Duquesne Winery. Mayor Roger Vance described Nikki as a thought leader and true powerhouse in Loudoun. She's been on numerous regional boards, the Loudoun Hospital Board, and the inaugural board of Hillsborough Charter Academy. The couple has also put their winery and hundreds of acres on the mountainside under conservation easement. I just love stories about Hillsborough. Loudoun County Chairwoman Phyllis Randall has proposed studying a much-talked-about program that would see the county government buy the rights to develop green properties to make sure that development never happens. It's called a Purchase of Development Rights Program. It's a little bit like the Transfer of Development Rights Program we've talked about before, which would allow landowners to protect their land by selling the right to develop on that land to a different private person or company to be used somewhere else. These are both programs that have been talked about as Loudoun works on its new comprehensive plan. Purchase of development rights would see the county buying those rights itself. It has support from organizations like Save Rural Loudoun and the Loudoun County Farm Bureau. And, in fact, Loudoun County already has a Purchase of Development Rights program on the books. It was started in 2000 and then abruptly defunded in 2004 when a newly elected Board of Supervisors took dramatic steps to reverse much of what the previous board had done, particularly around conservation. Much of what the 2004 board did has since been reversed, but the PDR program was never funded again. It's also fallen out of favor in some circles. The Planning Commission's latest draft of the new comprehensive plan has no reference to either purchase of development rights or transfer of development rights. Still, Randall's staff aide, Laura Tacroni, said the previous program was a success, pointed out that other Virginia counties, including Fauquier and Clark, have this kind of program, and said it's a proactive way for the county to protect specific land. Supervisors are expected to vote on whether to launch this study at their meeting February 5th. And at a meeting of more than two dozen religious leaders from across Loudoun on Monday night, members of the faith community talked about how they can organize their charitable work to have the most impact. Some suggested that the county help congregations find small nonprofits to adopt and for which they could make a difference. Others suggested a formal organization underneath the county government, like Fairfax County's Faith Communities in Action, a network of religious organizations and government agencies. But one thing is clear, said Mike Trivett, director of community outreach at Christian Fellowship Church. There is a need for better coordination. 
and Howie Levin, director of One Heart DC, along with, along with leading several other faith-oriented organizations and a member of the Loudoun Pastors Consortium, suggested focusing even more narrowly. Instead of helping different charities at random, he suggested picking a few issues, three to five issues, that are the most pressing issues of the community and setting out to actually solve them. Before they left, the people in the room shared their contact information with each other, which could be the first step toward actually organizing. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, it's karaoke night at McDowell's Brew Kitchen in Leesburg from 6.30 to 10.30 p.m. And happy hour is extended until 9. And tomorrow, Buzzed at the Bee is back. Come on out to Rocket Frog Brewing and Sterling at 7 p.m. for some spelling, some trivia, some drinks, and some fun. And it all raises money for Loudoun Literacy Council. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, come out to Buzz at the Beat tomorrow and say hello to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.